Hello everyone. My podcast series is devoted to the Catholic faith. My goal is to reignite our faith. Please note, my podcast remains explicitly of my own experiences and opinions. However, any core belief or statement made regarding the Church comes solely from approved Church sources, such as the Catholic Church Catechism. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Doesn't matter who you are, the risen Lord suffered and died on a cross for you. Okay, everyone, today I wanted to talk about prayer. Now, prayer is to me an essential component of being a Catholic, um, and I'd like to hope it's an essential component of any Christian out there. Um, What's so good about prayer? Well, put simply, prayer is the soul conversing with God. It is when your soul has a conversation with God at its simplest. And as I'm led to believe and truly firmly agree with this when you pray you are actually answering God's call so prayer is not so much our own initiative prayer is us answering God's call let you have a think about that for a second so It's quite easy to think when we pray, we're choosing to pray so we can talk to God. Um, However, I think it's a little more in-depth than that. And it's more us answering God as opposed to us starting the conversation with Him or calling to Him first. It is generally the other way around. God is always calling us, always calling us to talk to Him to find him, to use him in our day-to-day life. And prayer is that answer. Prayer is us saying, Yes, Lord, I am here. I hear you. What forms of prayer do we have? Well, there is a couple of forms. We have mental prayer and vocal prayer. Mental prayer can be anything from just thinking or having your mind upon heavenly things all the way up to meditating on prayer. So when you meditate on prayer or reflect on prayer or contemplate on prayer, that is a form of mental prayer. And of course you have your vocal prayer. Vocal prayer is when your thoughts are translated into words and verbally spoken. When we pray the Lord's Prayer out loud, that is a verbal prayer. When we pray the angelic salutation out loud, aka the Hail Mary, that is verbal. We are verbalizing our thoughts of that prayer and turning them into words. Verbal prayer obviously works well when you're in a group of people such as a prayer group or you may be at mass praying out loud it's obviously verbal prayer 
Now, what are the conditions of prayer? There are actually some conditions to prayer. To make your prayer exceptionally special and for you to be 100% confident that Almighty God has heard your prayer, there are one or two conditions that come with that, especially in the Catholic faith. The first and foremost one is an acknowledgement of your sinfulness. When you come to pray before Almighty God, and make no mistake about it, the moment you do the sign of the cross and prepare your soul to pray, you are standing before the Almighty Throne of God. God's presence is there, ready to take your prayer and to hear what you have to say. So one of those conditions is to be sorrowful for your sins, to have a contrite heart, in other words, to acknowledge your frailty as a human and acknowledge your dependence upon God. The other condition is to pray with a fervent hope and faith, knowing that your prayers will be heard. Because all prayers that come from the right place, so as having a contrite heart, and when we acknowledge that we are standing before the throne of God, then that alone brings certain conditions, such as being prepared to honestly believe that you are in the presence of God, which means praying in such a way that you reduce any opportunity for distractions or any other kind of obstacle that may get in the way of your prayer. Hence the reason why our blessed Lord, during his life on earth, made an example of how we should pray. One, he provided the Lord's Prayer, which is the essential stepping stone to prayer as we know it. However, he also made a point to say, when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father in heaven. He said those things for that reason. One, so you understand when you are Praying, you are praying before the Almighty Throne of God. God's presence is actually there. And you are doing everything you can to pray without distraction. And on top of that, you are not praying as a hypocrite or someone who says something but does the opposite. You are closing the door. No one knows what you're doing. You're praying to God. That is your time to spend with God in prayer in that loving converse between the soul and God. So prayer in itself is a wonderful gift that we have. Now, how does prayer become supercharged, so to speak, when it comes to the church? Well, through the sacraments. It is the sacraments, that living gift from Christ, the sacraments that we have through the Holy Catholic Church, that absolutely turbocharge our conversation with God. It does it in a bunch of different ways. One, when you're firstly baptized into the church, well, that removes your original sin and allows your soul to be filled with sanctifying grace and allows your soul to be marked by Christ.
which then opens the door to a complete unblocked roadway, so to speak, for your conversation to God. Now, we have the sacrament of penance. So if you commit a grievous sin or you are possibly in mortal sin or done something that offends God, and only you would know that, when you come before the Almighty Throne of God to pray, we have the penance, sorry, we have the sacrament of penance in the church. So when you go and complete your responsibility of having confession, and one condition of confession is to have a contrite heart to be honestly sorry for your sins, if you go in there with the right intention, you receive the sacrament of penance, your sins are then absolved, God immediately fills your soul with sanctifying grace. That sanctifying grace allows you or gives you an opening to that doorway where your prayers or your conversation with God exist. And that doorway has absolutely no obstacles at that point in time with that sanctifying grace. So immediately your prayer to God is that much more heard that much more valuable to your soul and that much more accepted by Almighty God because it comes from a clean, clear and pure place. And that is where ideally we want to be every day when we pray to God. So when we have or receive the sacrament of penance through the church, Prayer becomes more valuable to our soul. Our conversation becomes more intense with God. And then, in doing that, you also prepare your soul to receive the Holy Sacrament of the Eucharist. And when you receive the Holy Sacrament of the Eucharist, Again, your soul is turbocharged with that sanctifying grace. You are receiving the body and blood of Christ. He is washing away your sins, reigniting your soul and your passion for him, and your prayers, as you will note and notice immediately, will definitely become more valuable and more intense. However, if you are like many other Catholics out there who go to church only when they absolutely have to and find partaking in the sacraments is almost like a chore or just something they have to do, well then sadly you probably won't feel that love, that sanctifying grace that God abundance your soul with. Because um, like I said, it all comes down to your intention. And if your intention is pure and your heart is open to the word of God and you are prepared to allow God's will to live through you, then you will 100% feel the grace I am talking about. That grace is reserved for those who answer God's calling and search for him with a humble heart that is open to his word. So when you do go before almighty God in the in in front of his altar at church and get prepared to um, enjoy and consume the Holy Eucharist, 
You're not going to feel that grace unless you're there with a contrite heart, free from mortal sin, and ready to accept his word. And, again, the beauty of prayer, the gift of prayer, is if you're not at that level of what I'm talking about, that's fine, because I wasn't always at that level. And there's days when I'm still nowhere near that level. Hence the reason why we have the gift of prayer. So we pray earnestly, ardently, as hard as we can and with as much faith as we can to Almighty God, through Christ our Lord, so we may receive or get a taste of that grace in order to keep coming back, in order to keep searching with an open and contrite heart for God's constant grace that he pours upon the soul that is truly seeking for it. And with that, the surrounding factor is prayer. When you pray for something ardently, with faith and hope, God generally grants that to you, especially when it comes from a contrite heart and a right intention. Now, in the Catholic faith, prayer is even more wonderful because we have the benefit of so many kinds of prayer. We have your normal daily prayers. We have the most holy rosary, which is an exceptionally powerful prayer, dependent upon the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. We have novenas. Novenas, if you like, are almost like a spiritual contract. You find that there is something you need to pray for. So you, you come together with a novena. And that novena generally calls for a saint or the Blessed Virgin Mary, quite commonly, to intercede for you and to gain the outcome of that novena. And the novena generally goes for a certain period of time. Some can be a couple of days, some can go for a whole month. For instance, I'm currently undergoing a novena for the month of May, because the month of May is the month of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And I have a novena to her for something special that I am requesting of God. And so my novena goes for the whole month. But that is what I have come up with between myself and the Blessed Virgin. And during this month and during these particular prayers that I pray, I am calling upon her intercession to find me an answer and to intercede for me in front of the almighty altar of God. Novenas are a very powerful option that we have. And once again, if you are filled with the correct intention, a contrite heart, and you are free from mortal sin, then your novena or your prayers are always heard. And like I said, with prayer, with to do with the um, Catholic faith, we have the assistance of all the angels and saints. We are in communion, as I've said in my previous podcast, with the angels and saints of heaven, also with the Blessed Virgin Mary, and with all other baptized souls. So our prayers are very powerful. They affect many of us at any one time. And that's why our prayers are so special, and that's why prayer in itself is so special. Now I'd like to write to you I'd like sorry to read to you a 
perspective on prayer and one that I hope you might take something from. And it goes like this. In the process of praying to God, it generates hope. I mean, you wouldn't be praying if you didn't have hope in the first place. And hope being one of the three theological virtues. This hope generates positivity. Positivity generates motivation. Motivation generates energy. Energy to get up filled with that hope and keep going. Now, when we feel a lack of hope in our prayers because we feel God has not heard us or not granted what we prayed for, we start to lose hope and in turn lose faith. But we need to remember two crucial points of prayer. Every prayer that comes with the right intention is heard by Almighty God. However, if we don't get a result, essentially that's because He has heard us and said no. Are we not to drink the cup the Father has given us? Sometimes it's, it's simply God's will, no. But other times it's not that simple. You see, we are human and we have a limited view, or if you like, a limited perspective of insight into the future. Our insight into the future is small in comparison to God's eternal view or eternal insight. So what we think at times is good for us and we pray ardently to obtain it may not actually be as good for us as we think. We've all been there. When we think back in hindsight, we tend to reminisce on things in the past and remember how much we wanted that something or didn't want that something. Yet now, in the future, while reminiscing, we think to ourselves, wow, Thank God I didn't go through that. Or thank God that happened to me. Because whatever that was, led me to where I am today. So the next time you pray, have faith in God's answer. And rather than praying for something or even someone, give a little time in prayer, simply praying to the glory and majesty of God. You see, with faith, hope and charity in our hearts, we already know that God knows what's in our heart and knows what we, what we need. Rest assured, whatever suffering you may be going through, God is going through it with you. So if it is not God's will that you see the light at the end of the tunnel today, keep up your hope in him and accept his will today because you simply cannot foresee what effect this experience today will have on you in the future. Give it a try. Trust me on this one. When you accept God's will in your life, you acknowledge your own frailty. Thus, it gives you a sense of relief. Now, this is not to say that you shouldn't specifically pray for something or someone, because as Catholics, we are called to have a filial relationship with God. What that means is to have the kind of relationship a child has with his father or mother. So yes, bug God as much as you like. But don't be surprised when he says no. Bear in mind he already knows your path or journey in life. So when you feel he may have said no, he may have already answered your prayer. However, up until the point you come across in the future 
that result of the prayer you made so long ago, you probably won't recognise that God answered your prayer until it's too late. And then you'll also work out that he answered your prayer better than you could have ever imagined. So what I'm saying in that reflection is have faith in God's will for you. God has a plan for each and every one of us. If he didn't, he wouldn't have manifested himself into a human and died on a cross for us to redeem us. So rest assured, no matter who you are, God has a plan for you. And you may not necessarily understand that plan at this point. However, if you faithfully believe in him, believe in his church, and faithfully undergo the sacraments of the church, you will always be guided where God wants you to go. And you will soon enough find your way. Now, before I end this podcast, I'm going to leave you with another reading. However, this reading is from a book called Blessed Be God. This book is a very old Catholic book written a very long time ago. And there's a portion here that says the benefits of prayer. Now, I'm going to read that out to you. From its very nature, we can understand how rich in benefits is prayer. It honors God and helps us both in soul and body. We are God's children. And as a child honors its father by speaking reverently to him, by manifesting its love for him, by showing that it depends upon him for its needs and by begging forgiveness of offences committed, so do we in these various ways give honour to God through prayer. Moreover, by this holy exercise we obtain for ourselves all that we need both spiritually and temporally. We are strengthened against temptation and our natural weaknesses. Our life is ennobled with and filled with virtues, and we are better fitted for heaven. In the words of St. Lawrence Justinian, prayer pleases God, gets what it asks, overcomes enemies, changes man. Rightly, then, has it been called incense ascending before the throne of God, or a golden key which unlocks for us the treasures of heaven. So I will leave you with that. And my reflection for you on this podcast is the next time you come before Almighty God in prayer, reflect on your own intentions, reflect on your own sinfulness, and come before him as a child comes before their loving parent, asking him with full faith, hope, and confidence in your prayer, knowing God is always listening, never abandons you, and your prayers are always heard, especially when you call upon our helpers, our helpers such as the angels and saints, such as the Blessed Virgin Mary, one of the most powerful intercessors we have during prayer. Once again, God bless you all, and I hope you stay tuned for my next podcast, which should be just as exciting, hopefully.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. 